Welcome to the Collections by Michelle Brown Show, a show about people living between the lines, standing boldly in the crosshairs of their intersectionality as they create change. This episode is brought to you in partnership with the Center for Peace Counseling and Holistic Healing Services. Welcome to Collections by Michelle Brown. I'm your host, Michelle Brown. Each week, we'll be talking with people living between the lines, standing boldly in the crosshairs of their intersectionality and creating change. Even a year of back-to-back hurricanes didn't discourage Anna Maria Sally from making her home in Florida. This native New Yorker had come to love the area and warmer temperatures while visiting her mother, who had moved to Miami before her. She had worked as a graphic designer in Manhattan for a publisher and received her master's degree in that field after moving to Florida. Anna Maria had a dream in which she saw herself massaging someone in her backyard underneath a cabana with flowing white sheets. The massage table was covered in white sheets. She was wearing all white. She woke up and thought, what was all that about? She got up and went to work going about her regular routine. But the dream haunted her. With the support of other women, especially her mother, that encouraged her to follow her dream, she took the leap from graphic design jobs to opening her own massage business. She found a school, completed the training, and opened the Black Lotus Spa. Anna Maria has an amazing tribe of women who support, keep her encouraged, make sure she takes time for self-care, and have helped her grow her business despite the pandemic. Known for having the hands of an angel by her clients, she provides a transformational health and wellness experience to all who come through the doors of her spa. Anna Maria, welcome to Collections by Michelle Brown. How are you? I'm doing fabulous. Uh, Well, I know. I mean, I see, I know that you're originally from New York. You're down there in Florida. I have friends in New York who have been either, you know, digging out or bundling up. Yeah. Yes. How long have you been in Florida? I've been here for 15 years. Wow. And I've never thought about going back. <laughs> I, I moved here the mm-hmm. I moved here the year that we had like back to back to back hurricanes and I didn't even mm-hmm. say what the heck am I doing here? <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. I was happy to be here. Mhm. Wow, you know, I mean really, I mean that is Every time that I go into a warmer climate and I come back, and am like, each winter, it's like, what am I still doing here? What am I still doing? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, you know. That happened to me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, My mother reasons... lives in, in Florida. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. <laughs> My no, mom lives not. in Florida, and I would go visit her, and then I would mm-hmm. go back to New York, and I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? 
Mm-hmm. So when the opportunity mm-hmm. opened up, I, I took it. And I bet your mom was, or uh, your mother was trying at last, you know, at last she got yes. her, the memo, you know. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, one of the things that um, attracted me to your story and wanting to talk about you is when, you know, I think that women should always lift other women up and, and talk about them, but... Um, a mutual friend of ours, Mary Jane, of course, on Facebook. I mean, she was just like, you know, she know how long that you want her. She wasn't your biological mother, but she was just like so proud of you and that you were, you know, just doing that and how you two had worked together in the past. Was that up in New yes. York? Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. Mary Jane was my second boss out of college. When I graduated college, I worked in Manhattan at Fairchild Publications because I used to be a graphic designer. That's what I have a degree in. I actually got my bachelor's degree in um, graphic design. And then when I moved down here, I got my master's in media design. But Mary Jane was my first, um, well, my second boss, and she was a delight, I have to say. Mm-hmm. She was a, so, so pleasant to work uh-huh. for. Mm-hmm. Were you surprised, you know, I mean, it's been a while, but here, you know, to have that, that you know, that, that shout out to you from her? Um, well, she said she wanted, it, it was nice. I knew it was coming, but I didn't know what she was going mm-hmm. to say because she, I had ordered a shirt from her and okay. um, she said, well, take a picture in the shirt and send it to me when you get it. And I said, okay. And then she put the post up and I was like, oh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I mean, along the way, how important has the support and of other women been for you in your career? I mean, you started out at graphic design, you were doing that, and now you've got your own business. But how important is it as a woman to have that support of other women? It's very it's very, very important to have support. My mother was my number one fan. She was always there, you know, to push me. She is the reason why I have this spa. My mom um, saw me working in different spas over the years. I worked um, several spas down here. The last one I worked in was um, in the Ritz-Carlton, and I used to travel an hour away from my mm-hmm. home to work there. And my mom said to my sister, you need to help your sister open a spa. And that's how my spa actually came to be. Wow. My now, sister, was, your, yeah. was your mother self-employed at some point in time? No, never. Hmm. No, wow. she, worked for, she used to work for the Port, Port Authority and retired from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, what made you think that, you know, you could do this? I mean, you know, I mean, I know that you had jobs working in graphic design you went back to school you got a degree many people like you know other graphics you know I know some people who have their own companies but often you know like the career path is you get the degree you get a good job and you sort of stay there or maybe just maybe you'll go off and and start your own but you went you started down one career path and then Mm -hmm. you switched I mean what okay. gave you, well, what made you think that you could do I, that, you know? Well, God, I'm going to tell you mm. how. 
it all happened. Um, I moved down to Miami in 2005 and around 2007. I was working as an art director I, uh, for a food magazine down here, and people started getting laid off. And I was like, uh-oh, I need to start looking mm. for a job. Mm-hmm. So um, I was heavily into prayer and meditation, and I got up in the mornings and I would pray to God, and I said, God, I know you, I just bought a house. So I said, God, I know you didn't bring me down here. Let me get this house and, and not make it. I know you have a, you have a plan. There's a plan and I need to hear Uh your voice. And I would get up in the morning. I need to hear your voice. I need to, I need a sign. I need something from you. And one morning I got up and I did my little ritual and I asked to hear a sign, you know, hear his voice. And I had a vision of me massaging someone in my backyard underneath a cabana that I have, but there were white sheets flowing and the table was in white sheets. I had on white and I was like, what? And I went about my day and went to work and I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be that guy in the Bible where he said, God, why didn't you help me? I don't understand why you didn't help me. And God was like, I sent you this and I sent you that and you didn't pay attention to the signs. So I said, I don't want to be him. So I called my girlfriend up. She was the head nurse in a hospital down here. And I said, listen, can you tell me the name of the best massage schools down here? And she said, sure. I'll, you know, I have a couple of therapists that are nurses and I'll ask them. So she gave me a list of schools, and I checked them out. The first one, I didn't go to several of them. I went to one, fell in love, and I was like, this is awesome. And the lady called me in the office, and she goes, so what did you think? And I said, I think it's awesome, but I can't do this. I can't afford it. And she goes, yes, you can. I said, no, I can't. I said, I can't afford it, one. Two, I have a nine-year-old daughter and a 14-year-old, there's no way, it's just not going to happen. This just doesn't work that way. And she goes, Anna Maria, I want you to go home and I want you to think about somebody that can help you. And I'm going to call you in a couple of days. So I went home and I'm talking to my girlfriend and I was like, she goes, how did it go? And I was like, I can't do it. You know, I told her the same story and I said, I don't have anybody to help me. And she says, you know what, I'll help you. I'll pick her up. I'll yeah. get her home. And you know, situated, and basically that's how I became a therapist. You know, what's so amazing, the similarity, you know, I've talked to other women who um, have started business or went on a different career path, and that thought, that way you started was like how you meditated and you listened to that voice, and Mm -hmm. you, you acted on it. And then the other part is how you asked, because often, you know, as women, you know, we just got to get in there and we mm-hmm. sort of do it and we don't ask. You ask and someone says, mm-hmm. I can do that for you. You know, how did you, you know, how difficult. And people, some people say, it's, well, I just can't do that. I can't sit back and listen. How important is meditation and listening to that voice? It is so important. I like to get up in the mornings and it's not, I'm not going to say I get up and I meditate for an hour because I don't, but I have my five, depending on the day, five, ten minutes. It really, you really don't need a whole hour 
to sit and meditate and talk to God. You don't need that much time, but you need that time. Just, you know, just enough time. And it varies from day to day how long I sit with and do my meditation and um, and my prayers. But, yeah, it's a, it's, uh, it's a way I start my day. Mm-hmm. I can't, you know, I don't see starting any other way. I have to start it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, that is it. It's just like, it's really beautiful to visualize because, like I said, I've talked to other women who have said, you know, wh- when they got made that part of their practice, to start mm-hmm. that day just like in meditation that they were able to hear it. I was talking to someone once who said, um, in fact, they said that Maya Angelou had said it and Oprah had quoted it and they said basically that life is always whispering to you. And sometimes you have to listen to it and listen to it before it's a screen, you know, and same thing. Wow. I mean, that is just like. Exactly. You have to slow down. You know, a lot of times we go through life and we rush and we just rush and rush and rush. And even if you do it, if if you don't do it in the morning, maybe you do it in the afternoon, in the middle of the day. You're like, you know what? I need 10 minutes to myself. And you just sit and meditate. And listen. Mm-hmm. Do your daughters meditate? Um, yes, they do. They do. During the pandemic, um, when we were on lockdown, we I started doing midday meditation on Facebook, and they joined me. Even my little grandson, he would do it. He would sit down. He'd no, normally he would fall asleep when we did it, but yeah, he would even sit down and do it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you knew. When you got to that first place that, you know, this is the spot that, that you were, where you were going to learn what you, you needed to do to do massage. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The school, yes. It was so, as, as, some, as my friends would say, it was so me. It was sort of like a hippie little place. You know, they walk around <laughs> with no shoes. It was just so comfortable, you know. It felt like home. It was, it was the perfect school. Yes. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah, I, I, it is, it's sort of, I mean, as I, I've looked at pictures of you and everything, and I can see that. I mean, because you have an aura of being, like, relaxed, like, you know, of zen. <laughs> yeah, my friends had moving, my friends tell me, you were moving slow motion. I was like, well, what am I rushing for? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. They're like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, you're so slow. I was like, I'm not slow. I just don't move that as fast as, you know, everybody else. Mm-hmm. Not in a rush uh, to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So, you know, I had said, I initially had thought about going from talking about you to talking about women in business, but I want to talk a little bit more about what you do at the Black Lotus Spa because as I listen to you talk, you know, that's how I am led. So we're going to take a quick break, and then I want to talk about the Black Lotus Spa. I love that name, too. So we'll be right there. Thank you. This episode of Collections by Michelle Brown is brought to you in partnership with the Center for Peace Counseling and Holistic Healing Services bringing balance to your mind, body, and spirit. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit the center 
at www.thecenterforpeacellc.com. And we're back here on Collections by Michelle Brown. I am talking with Anna Maria Salen. And if you're in Florida, and I'm telling you, I'm ready to drive down to Palmetto Bay right now and be off the canal <laughs> and, and, you know, and spend some time with you. Your Black Lotus Spa, first of all, how did you pick that name? Okay. So I really, me, myself, I am called My Hands of an Angel. But that's the name that I actually got in school. We had to do a class where we gave massages to each other without oil. And everyone was so amazed at how soft my hands were. And they started calling me angel hands. And it turned into my hands of an angel. So Uh that is really, it, it, it was my label. But then when I decided to open the spa, we were like, you know what? It's not you. My Hands of an Angel is a long name. It's a great name, Mm -hmm. but it's you. It's not the spa per se. So we tossed around a couple of different names, and I love lotuses. And Black Lotus was, you know, just popped in there, and it stuck. I said, that's Mm -hmm. it. Don't tell me another Mm -hmm. name. That's the name. And that's okay. how, you know, me, it was actually me, my sister, and my daughter, and my sister's business partner, we sat down for lunch, and we came up with the name. Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> you say that you offer transformational health and wellness experience. I have found in my own personal life that mm-hmm. massage has to be a part of it. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I've known yes. issues and things, like I have been in car accidents and stuff, but when I got back into massage, there's something that changes. There is something transformational. What is it about yes. massage that, that should be a part of your health and wellness experience? Well, massages, you know, when you get a massage, you're moving around all the fluids in your body. And I tell all of my clients, after a massage, they should drink water to continue mm-hmm. moving the fluids and toxins out of their system. And they leave feeling like they're floating on a cloud. Mm-hmm. And, you, you know, the thing about massage is you get, like, my clients will come in and they'll, you know, they may say, you know what, I only want you to work on my shoulders. This this right here, this little area right here is bothering me, and, you know, that's what I need you to work on. And I'm like, okay, get on the table. I never listen to them. I do work <laughs> on the area. I was like, but you're going to get a full body massage, okay? I'm not going to work on your shoulder for an hour. So it's a whole package. People think that it's, you know, something they could just, you know, just do this. Yeah, it's nice sometimes if you have a pain in your shoulder and I work on it, that's one thing. But if you're going to get a massage, you, you should get a full body massage and you leave feeling I do stretches in my massages um, and my, I don't necessarily do Swedish Every, you know some people like Swedish mm-hmm. and I tell people off the back I'm not a Swedish girl because it's a very light flowy uh, type of massage and 
I like to work on areas that where I feel like people know, how did you know that? And I think because I can feel it. I've been doing this for years now and I, I can feel where there is a problem. So, you know, once I find that area, I work on it, I work it through and, you know, they leave happy. I, you know, it's it's very important to get massages. People think that it's a luxury. It's good for your mind, your body, your soul. It's good. It's just all over good for you. Now, there's, and some people like, there's, like you said, there's different types of massages. A Swedish massage, a therapeutic mm-hmm. massage. But then there's Reiki. And Reiki is really about moving energy, you know, within your body. Correct. How did you, how were you introduced to Reiki and how did you bring that into your practice? I was introduced to Reiki in school. You know, they, in, in, when we were in school, we learned a little bit of each modality. You know, we don't learn the full on, you know, whole thing. And that was something that always interested me that, you know, you can actually move energy in the body without even touching them. Mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing. I had a woman, a friend of mine that owned a store, and I walked in and she said, oh, my God, Anna Maria, can you do me a huge favor? This young lady just came in and she needs some Reiki. Can you just work on her for a few minutes? And I'm like, sure. And I started working on her. And the minute I got to her heart center, there was this electricity that went through me and her. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, did you feel that? And she's like, yeah, that was crazy. And I finished working on her, and I said, I had never seen this woman before. And I said, did you just have a breakup with somebody? Are you, like, heartbroken? And she says, yes, I don't even want to talk about it. She goes, how did you know that? And I said, well, your heart is, you know, that chakra right there. Like, really, it needed some some work. And you felt it. I felt it. And she said, yeah, that. She goes, yeah, yeah, I went through a really bad breakup. So, you know, sometimes I have people crying on the table. Mm -hmm. You know, know, it's it's an emotional mm -hmm. emotional release. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I have a couple of people who are who are um, Reiki masters, and I've seen them do that where someone, you know, they don't know what it is, but there's a way that, you know, they, you can feel them moving, the energy, and afterwards, like mm-hmm. you said, I've seen people, like, you know, cry. It's just like, you know, something was released, something moved within yes. them. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I do, sometimes I, I don't, my, my clients don't necessarily know, but sometimes I'm working on somebody and I feel it and I'll do a little Reiki on them. And sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes they ask, they'll be like, did you do Reiki on me? I'm like, yeah, you mm-hmm. needed it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, because, I mean, and some people, like, I know what someone said, like, that wasn't a massage, but it's different. I mean, it's not like working with that. They're moving, they're moving energy and um. So, mm-hmm. all right, you also do chakra, chakra balancing. Can you, for those who aren't aware of, of their chakras, because, you know, sometimes Reiki and chakra balancing kind of go hand in hand. They, they go hand in hand, correct. Mm-hmm. In my mm-hmm. sessions, what I do is I actually 
check out how their chakras are before I use a pendulum, before mm-hmm. I even work on them. So I go over them with the pendulum to see what the energy of each chakra is. And then, you know, if I see that a chakra is closed, I'll work on, work on opening it. And then I will do Reiki on them. And then I go back and I use my pendulum to make sure everything is balanced. Hmm. So uh, when can you tell, do you ever have someone come in and you can sort of sense that, you know, they might have said, you know, work on my shoulder, but you sense that something else needs to be moved, moved and yeah. this other kind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That happens a lot. You know, people mm-hmm. come in and they think they need, you know, everyone wants to be their own doctor. So they think they need <laughs> one thing and they really, they mm-hmm. really need something else. Yes, exactly. That happens a lot. Yes. Yeah, it's like, don't just work right exactly. here on your shoulder. And that's not really where the problem is, you know. Right. Yeah. And if, if someone comes in to me and they say, you know, this shoulder hurts. Can you work on it? It doesn't have to be your, that's not the source of your pain. It could be mm-hmm. coming from the other side of your body. Mm-hmm. The pain could be, you know, the, the knot or whatever it is could be on the right side of the body and you release it. Working on the left and the, you have to work on the right as well. So that's mm-hmm. why I say mm-hmm. full body is, is a must. At least mm-hmm. I recommend if you don't have any major issues that you get a massage at least once a month. I have clients that come in once a week. I have clients mm-hmm. that come in every two weeks, and then I have the once-a-month clients as well. So I'm going to tell you, I mean, and I've had ones like when I was, or I told you I was in that car accident, and I was going to see mm-hmm. someone, and like at first I went, you know, they had sent me to physical therapy, physical therapy, physical therapy, and I was still not moving, you know, mm-hmm. just not moving, and I decided for a massage, and initially, yeah, I went every week, but then after probably said, okay, well, then how he said, I could feel it. And, you know, and then I cut mm-hmm. back. And, but, but I still try to do it, you know, every month because it is, I mean, people, it's not a luxury. It's something that your body really needs. Exactly. Exactly. I try to explain that to people. And people are like, but it's so expensive. No, it's not. You'll spend $100 on some shoes. or $400 on a bag, but you're not going to spend that money on yourself, on your body? That Mm -hmm. I don't Mm -hmm. understand. Mm -hmm. Now, you you offer a lot of services. How how do you determine what new services you're going to offer? And, you know, can you talk about some of these? I'm not familiar. I've heard of cupping therapy. I'm not cupping therapy. And I'm going to tell you, I had to go and read up on the Yoni steam. <laughs> How did yes. you get from and, and T-Shock, actually, because I told someone, do you know what T-Shock is? And I'm like, yeah, girl, it is. How do you determine what other services are, and how do you integrate them in with there's a level of spirituality that you have that you're bringing into the process? Right. Um, Pretty much I go on their energy Mm -hmm. if they come in and I think that, you know, I feel their energy and then I'm like, okay, well, we also have, you want, I know you want this, but we also have this. Would you be interested in it? You know, I basically go off of energy and how 
what the type of energy I get off of the client in offering other services. But I always say to them, you know, we offer a lot of different services. You know, I let them choose. And if I feel like they're the one that they may want to do something, then I'm like, here you go. Maybe you should try this mm-hmm. as well. And then, you know, most of the time they'll try it. Mm-hmm. How important <laughs> is it for you to, to, I mean, do you go back to your the school that you were in or when you hear about these different practices, how do you educate yourself to stay on top of what people are going to ask for or may need? Okay. So, unfortunately, my school is no longer. <laughs> um, they actually closed it down. The husband died and the wife sold it, and then whoever got it didn't carry out. But um, it is required by... Um, being a licensed massage therapist, that you take continuing education courses every two years. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I think about what I would want to do or, you know, know, what type of modality I would like to use or add to my um, list of things, and then I take it that way. With this pandemic, and I know, you know, you said how you had to close... But how have you had to pivot in your services to accommodate what we're going through right now as a country? I know that, you know, many people would say, ah, mm-hmm. you know, we have to keep six, well, you can't do a massage six feet apart. But how have you had to adjust your business to accommodate today's pandemic? Well, it really hasn't been that bad we take temperatures when they come in we ask them to wash their hands um, and we require a mask to be worn during the service Um, if they're face down they can take their nose out so they can breathe and Mm -hmm. then when they turn over they're required to put their mask on Uh, so it hasn't been that bad Mm -hmm. had had there been any regulations imposed upon you by the the state government that has really made you start to think about how do I do this? No, no. You know, it's basically just the mask. Everyone's required to wear a mask walking in the door. So, and I let everybody know. I also, when someone books a massage, I send them um, uh, a form to fill out saying that, you know, have they had COVID? Have they been out of the country? Um, It's been pretty Mm -hmm. simple. It hasn't been mm-hmm. it hasn't been difficult at all. The 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 most difficult part is getting people to believe that they can come in and get a massage. Mm-hmm. Is it okay? Mm-hmm. You know, I've had a friend a good friend of mine, she goes, My I have a friend that's a therapist and she said you can get um you can get the virus from a massage and I was like, No, you can't get the virus. Mm-hmm. As long as you do what you're supposed to do, you have the client wash your hand, their hands, you wash your hands, wearing masks you really should not be getting a the virus mm-hmm. through massage, mm-hmm. so it's fine. Mm-hmm. Are there any age yeah. restrictions on um, massage? I knew someone who, in a, at a hospital setting, mm-hmm. did uh, therapeutic massage with children who had had different type of trauma or injuries, but are there any age restrictions that, that you go by, guidelines? I don't. I really don't. Um, if they're under 16, I require their parents to be in the room. Other mm-hmm. than that, yeah, it's fine to get a massage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Well, we're going to take our second break, and then um, I want to talk just about business and black women in business. So we'll be right back. Collections by Michelle Brown airs every Thursday at 7 p.m. You can subscribe now and listen to the podcast on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Be sure to like the Collections by Michelle Brown Facebook page and mark your calendar so you never miss an episode. background collections by Michelle Brown and if you're just joining with me joining me I am speaking with Anna Maria Sally she owns the Black Lotus Spa it's in Florida it's woman owned you know often women you know women have had businesses but there are still some challenges to it I know that um, your mother, your sister, your friends also like banded together to help you. But what were the the challenges that you faced as a woman, as a black woman, opening a business? To be honest, I really didn't face any challenges. Everything went pretty smooth. Aside from the fact that the first place I picked – we were supposed to sign the lease on the Monday, and I think it was the, thir- the Thursday before they called and said, it's no longer available. And I'm like, how is that not, no longer available? You said we were going to sign the lease on Monday, and you're calling me on a Thursday, and we've ordered stuff, and she's like, well, it's no longer available. Um, that was a little tough. It really wasn't. I'm going to say it wasn't because I was like, I said to my daughter, come on, we're going to look for another place. And we found Mm -hmm. this place the same exact day and it was perfect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you offer like training? Do you see someone coming up under you who will probably one day have their own spa? Absolutely. Well, my daughters work here as well. So my, my mm-hmm. oldest daughter is a teacher, but she's, she's also an esthetician. So she wants to actually become full-time here. Right now she's working here part-time, and my other daughter, she does the cryotherapy, and she helps me out at the front desk. So actually mm-hmm. what I want to do is bring in another therapist, train them on how I massage, and hopefully that person can, you know, take over, and then my kids will take over the business. Mm. That's the plan. Do you, yeah. mm-hmm. do you see that kind of like a legacy, like that you started it, but you see your daughters continuing with it? Or yeah. Or having, mm-hmm. well. That's exactly what I want to do is I want to leave mm-hmm. it with them, yes. And I want to expand as well. Um, I want to open up other locations. 
so the location said, that I have now, uh-huh. I'm sorry, the location oh, yeah. that I have now only has two rooms that service, and I see we're going to outgrow it, so um, we're going to have to, we're going to need a bigger space. I love this space. I'd like to keep it and then open another space somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think that mm-hmm. if you were still in New York, would would there be those opportunities to to have your own business, or do you think that there is, you know, they always say location, location, location. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Florida is just more conducive to this type of, of work? I think it would it was it would be a lot easier for me to open a business here than it would be in New York. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, location is everything, and location in New York would be probably four times as much as I'm paying here. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, yeah, and you got better weather. <laughs> right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's four minutes from my house. I can't get better than that, right? Really, you know. So I know that you started, um, you did, recently did an interview with uh, Kim Jacobs. Uh, and, and it was talking about bringing balance to the world one household at a time. Can you talk about that? I mean, and that was just like a week ago. <laughs> yes. <laughs> how, how, how did, um, and the thing that, you know, that, and you were talking particularly about cryo T-shock, and you were saying it was real, it was relevant, it was relate, relatable. What is it yes. about cryo T-shock that is real, relevant, and relatable? Okay, so I live in Miami, the the town of beautiful people, as I call it, and everyone down here likes to go and get plastic surgery. They like to mm. get the 360 lipo with the Brazilian butt lifts, and I do, I, I do lymphatic massage, so I do get to work on people who just had surgery. And I see the pain and what they go through and how they walk through my door and I look at them, I'm like, well, why did you do this? You could have did cryo. You know, it takes, it's not an instant, you know, it's not an overnight, oh, my God, it's done. But mm-hmm. you don't have pain. You don't have downtime. You come in, you spend an hour to an hour and a half in your service, and you go about your day. And all you have to do is eat right, drink the water, and exercise a minimum of three times a week. And it works. Mm-hmm. I could do mm-hmm. I could do cryo all day, and it works on your face. It works fine lines and wrinkles, the neck. It gets rid of double chins. It tightens the skin in the torso, the arms, and the legs. It shrinks the fat in the hips and the abdominals, and it smooths um, cellulite on the glutes and the thighs. Mm-hmm. So, I would much rather freeze it away than get plastic surgery. That's just me, and I want to get the word out to people to let them know that this is an alternative. It's actually known um, as the alternative for liposuction. Mm. Well, you know, there's a couple of things, too, that as you said, like if you go in to have it, I mean, often it ends like anesthetic or something, and anytime you go under, there's opportunity mm-hmm. from it. There's opportunity for infection and all of these things. Exactly. And you also talk about with cryotox, what do you talk about? exercise, what you're eating. Right. I mean, I mean, it's like a life, it's a lifestyle improvement. Exactly. Without pain and no downtime. Mm-hmm. That's the best to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the best part to me. 
you know, you go about your day. You don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about taking baby steps and, oh, 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 I'm in so much pain. Yeah, it's just not worth it to me. How did you learn about that? Cryotherapy? Well, I saw an ad, actually, on Facebook, and they said, do you want to bring an extra income into your spa, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to look into this. And I did, and um, I started out with a different machine. I had the CryoSkin, which is very made by the same company, but it was at the CryoSkin I learned it was created for European people. Mm-hmm. It wasn't created for Americans because Americans have a little bit more girth than Europeans. So mm. the Cryo T-Shock is what I have, and it has um, more options than the CryoSkin. So I fell in love with the T-Shock. I love what it does. I love the results. My clients love the results. And, you know, I couldn't be happier with it. Now, if you were talking to a young businesswoman like you, you're talking about how, I mean, we've already talked about how that asking for help and, like, following your spirit. But what are some business tips that you would say to someone? Because often, like, you know, you have people that just go in and they just, they're in business this week and next week, you know, next year they're not around because they, they mm-hmm. haven't been able to sustain it. You've been in business for yourself for 15 years. What are some right. tips that you would give to, I mean, for that matter, anyone who's going into business, but particularly for women and, and finding that work-family balance? I would say to them, um, you, need, you need that village. The village is very important. Find the right village because you could find a bad one, but you want to find the right village. You need support. When you own your own business, support is so important. Um, and stay focused and organized. You know, Just pay attention. Be on top of what you're supposed to be doing. And um, I think you'll find success that way. Now, are you doing everything? Do you do, like, all of the financial management and, you know, you're providing services and you're maintaining things? Do you do everything? Everything. (laughs) (laughs) I do everything, yes, I do. I'm, I'm the one-man band, but you know, my daughter helps me out a lot with, uh, you know, mm-hmm. the behind-the-scenes stuff. So, um, yeah. But at one point, I was doing everything myself. I'm like, you know what? No, do this. You, you're going to do this part. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but you, you, like I said, you need a village. You, can't, you cannot have success by yourself. People think I had <clears> – <throat> people think – that they can be successful by yourself. You can't. You need help. There's no way you are going to be successful by yourself. You need help in the business. You need help with your mental. You you just you need help. You need somebody to talk to about issues. So yes, it's very important to find. The most important thing to me is the support. Mm-hmm. You need you no. find that support. Mm-hmm. and um, you'll be fine. Who takes care of you? When you, make well, them, you, you, I, you, you you got that eight care or something there, but who takes care of you? And who? I have 
Mm-hmm. I have um, therapist friends that we trade massages. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they'll come in, they'll come over here, I'll go to them, and then we'll exchange massages. But yes, I do get my massages, and I'm not just preaching to the choir, but I, I believe in getting my massages as well. Mm-hmm. Your mother, who was, I mean, really, your mother who was supportive, I mean, she got you down there, um, and, and then she was supportive of you to, to go into this and to do you, you know, do what you love, do what you did. Yes. As she looks back, yes. does she ever go like, what took you so long, or does she still like every now and then give you like words of wisdom as to like, like slow down or or how you know? Does she still like have her be looking over your shoulder and telling you telling you things? Well, she used to tell me that. Unfortunately, my mom, <laughs> I lost my mom on oh. the day that I was supposed to open here. Yes. Mm. So, but prior to that, yes, she did. She goes, don't work too hard. Don't work yourself to death now. You know, she would tell me stuff like that. But, um, yeah, she, she was, she definitely was there for me when she was here. Hey. And she's still here with me. Yes. Oh, that's what I was going to say. You know, she's still watching over I and hear her smiling voice. and watching. Yes. And that is, that, is, that is just like so beautiful. We talked about work life balance. And I know that you have your children, but, you know, running your own business is like more than a full-time job. You have to do it because you love it because it takes up so much of your time. Yes. But how do you step away from it? I mean, you say, you, you were telling me how you do everything, but how do you get that balance to, besides the massage, you just have, you know, like, I'm taking today off, you know, and just doing, sitting and looking it's at very- the water. Right. It, it's very, it took me a while, but recently I decided that I'm going to have off days because I need not to be in the spa, you know? Mm-hmm. So I have to learn, I had to learn that I had to separate myself and to say no to people, you know, hey, I won't, are you available today? No, today I'm closed. I had to learn to say mm-hmm. no. Before I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to say no. But now I've learned how to say no because I need that time. I need the time away from the business. Um, it is very difficult um, for me at times because I do everything, and you know I'm doing the marketing and I'm I'm doing everything. So sometimes I'll still be working at eleven o'clock at night. You know, mm-hmm. and I, I have to tell myself, okay, you, this is it. You got to cut it off. You got to, you got to cut it off. But um, for the most part, since I've taken the days and decided those are going to be my off days, um, it's working out a lot better for me. Mm-hmm. Wow, you, you, have, you, know, you need that balance. Otherwise, you'll mm-hmm. be like, oh my god, I'm, you know, kind of a little crazy. So since I've decided on my off days, it's it's been a lot better for me. That's good. That's good. I mean, you know, it, it's like you've given some really great tips to me, you know, and after I was thinking about it, that part, I think about finding that village is so important, you know, particularly if you're trying to, and not, not just if you're trying to raise a family, but you need to have that village sometimes someone who would say, sis, take tomorrow off, you know, Come on, we're going out to dinner, mm-hmm. you know. And that part mm-hmm. of, of being able to say no, because often, you know, people can't say no, just in general, 
but particularly when you're providing a service and, you know, like, well, if I, what if I say no to so-and-so, will they read book? And, you know, it seems like you over the years you have that, that if you say no to someone, you know they're going to come back because they know you. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my sister actually had to make me take a vacation um, at the end of the year, she's like, no, you're going on vacation. I'm like, no, I can't. I can't leave the business. She goes, yes, you can. She said, you've been working hard. You're going to take some time. You're going to take yourself, and you're going to go on vacation. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but I needed that. Otherwise, I would have worked through the whole time, you know. So it was good. So when you first, when the first day of the vacation, were you thinking about, was your mind racing through, oh, I needed to do this and that? you came back, did you go like, hey, it's still here? Yes, absolutely. I'm not going to lie to you. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. But I did kind of, it was a working vacation, I'm going to say. I didn't totally, like, like cut myself off from it because what I did was I I was actually booking clients for when I came back. So Mm -hmm. it was fine. It it worked Mm -hmm. out fine. Mm-hmm. I still got to enjoy myself. I was away. It was nice. I loved it. I'm glad mm-hmm. I did it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, graphic design, do you still incorporate that into your marketing? Do you? Because I know you said you did your own marketing, and I've seen some of the mm-hmm. things. So are you still using that part of your skill set? I am not. Oh. I am not because that's just, that's just another whole other avenue. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other avenue. So it's just like I was at one point, and I was like, you know what, Anna Maria, that's it. You got to give something to somebody. You have to learn to release and let go and let somebody else do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My plate was full. Yeah, my plate mm-hmm. was full. But I am very um, hands-on as far as any of the designs that you see done, any graphics that you see on my page. I do say yay and nay to whatever, you know. So I'm mm-hmm. still the art director in me, but I'm not physically doing it myself. Mm-hmm. So as your daughter, if one of them said, well, you know, I'm ready to go off and do my thing, what would you tell mm-hmm. them? What would be the most important lesson that you've learned from your time in business that you would pass on to them? that if they want to go off and do their own thing, I'd say go on, fly, fly, birdie, fly. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, one of, my youngest daughter is actually not so much into um, the spa, the massage and everything. She, she's actually a chef. Oh, wow. And she, has, she, does, she does, you know, private parties. She does special plates for people. So I encourage her to do that as she's working here, not to, because she went to school for that. And, she, you know, it's like, if that's, what, if that's where your heart is, that's where you need to be. So I want you to be able to do that as well. So I encourage them to go after whatever it is they want. If that's what they want to do, I support them 100%. Wow. Well, Anna Maria, you have given, I mean, and in such an easy way, you have given so much food for thought, things that, you know, women, not only if they're in business, but just in life, you know, that they need mm-hmm. to to think about. 
I mean, I think like the, the, the biggest thing like to me that you said is, is about the village and, you know, and, and taking care of yourself. That is just yes. like such a strong message that you have. I'm telling you, I look at, at your, your spot, it looks so peaceful, so relaxing. It's like, I, I, you know, I was telling somebody, you know, it's snowing. It I'm is. My clients are coming here. Uh-huh. Yeah. They come in, and they, after their massage, they'll come out, and they'll sit on the couch, and they're like, oh, do I have to go now? It's so peaceful here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I put a space. Uh-huh. I put 30 minutes between each client so that they could take their time and they get, they uh-huh. leave before the next client comes so they're not running into each other. So, like, you have a few more minutes, you can sit and relax, you know. Uh-huh. So, but, yeah, it is peaceful here. At the end of the day, when you turn the key to leave the Black Lotus Spa, is it everything that you dreamed it would be when you had that, that thought and you saw yourself in white with the with the with the sheets under the cabana, that spirit of what you 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 dreamt, yet yet you envisioned. Is it everything that you hoped it would be? I never even dreamed that it would be like it is right now, to be honest. I just thought I would be a therapist and I would do alcohols and you know, I'd work here and I'd work there. But I never really dreamed of having my own space, mm-hmm. and I absolutely love it. Wow, love you it. Spread your wing, you spread your wings, and you and you flew. I mean, you just soared, and and look at where you landed. I mean, that is just like, yeah, wonderful. That is that that is it right there. You know, when you think about it, and not to hold yourself back. You know, you didn't say well, I have to have this and that. You said, this is what I want to do, and you soared with it, you know, yeah. with, the, with the help yeah. of friends and family in your village, and, you know, I think you are an inspiration. Thank you so much. appreciate yeah. that. I hope to be. That's what I, I hope to be, an inspiration to other people. Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to get down there one day. <laughs> you know, I'm awesome. going to get down there one day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on but, down. Uh, mm-hmm. We'd love to have to, you. Well, hey, be careful what you wish. <laughs> no, I've been, to Flo- I've been to Florida, and, you know, I, there's a show that, that I watch the area every now and then, and it, and it shows like, and I go like, wow, that looks so nice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, I want to thank you for taking the time for, for really sharing such great insight in a real down-to-earth way, you know, a spiritual way that, that's like, you know, if you're sitting there thinking about it, you got inspired by this. And I want to thank you, Anna Maria, for taking this time tonight. Well, thank you for having me. I'd like to thank my guest, owner of the Black Lotus Spa in Miami, Florida, Anna Maria Sally. She took a leap of faith listened to her heart, and followed her dreams. Anna Maria believes if that's where your heart is, that's where you need to be, and encourages everyone, especially women, to go after whatever it is they truly want. 
Be sure and follow Collections by Michelle Brown Blog Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And let us know if you have a suggestion for a guest or topic for a future show. You can listen to this or past episodes of the show on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, or Blog Talk Radio. Join us next week when I'll introduce you to another amazing individual living between the lines, standing boldly in the crosshairs of their intersectionality and creating change, right here on Collections by Michelle Brown. Thank you for listening.